What is up, you beautiful fucking people? Listen, I really, really want to know if you are interested in rebranding or repositioning your business, if you want to come and fuck with some of the guys who have done it the best, October 19th and 20th at the Self-Made Summit here in Charlotte, North Carolina, I have compiled a group of the best micro gym owners who have done exactly that, started as CrossFit gyms, wanted to break it, become something bigger, something different, something that would make them unique and truly catapult their business, and that's exactly what they did. I have got Metabolic and the founders, Brandon and Kirk, coming. I've got Alchemy 365 with their founder, Mike Jones. I have got Steve Pingerton, who created Vitality Fitness and EvoFit, probably one of the most successful bootcamp versions to ever hit a CrossFit gym scene. And then we've got myself with Urban Movement, Joe Tabaldi, the founder of Flex, and a branding and marketing coach that'll take the ideas in your brain that you can't really put together, they're too abstract, and they will. he will help you figure that out for your business we're going to be, they're doing, you know, large, you know, these keynotes, they're going to be speaking for an hour on, on their topics of their specialty and how they did it. They're going to be getting into small groups with you. You'll be sitting side by side. You can literally touch Brandon at Metabolic or ask Mike Jones at Alchemy, you know, about a, creating a class concept that's brand new. You can talk to Steve Pinkerton about building a building, about becoming a landlord. How about, you know, creating a boot camp model that is truly unique. I'll be there. You can fuck with me. You guys, you listen to my stuff though. You know me through and through. I'm not talking about me, but these guys, you'll never again probably have a chance to be as close to these guys as you will at this event. The Self-Made Summit tickets are available now. Link is in my Instagram bio. Go there, get signed up. Hope to see you. Now let's get into the fucking podcast. So what's up? How can I help? Jim on yeah. Uh, so I know I talked to you a little bit briefly about it, uh, what we want to do. So it's you're familiar with class best, yes. so I'm sure. Uh, mind body yep. and all the likes, uh, third body guys. So we're going to be very similar to it, but very different. Right? Are, you, are you member management like mind body, or are we talking just like class access to the masses? Yeah. So class access to the masses. Okay. So, um, we're integrated with mind body. Yep. So for all of the studios or gyms that use mind body. The check-in process yep. is just super simple. It's a lot of, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and that's one thing we realized. So we started developing this, I want to say November of 17, just the concept, building the concept out, and then going to market and kind of testing it with yeah, yeah. last summer. Then we realized, hey, man, <laughs> you want to work with these gyms or any gym, it's going to be a lot easier if you integrate with whatever what they already have. member management yeah. uh, process, especially if they have classes. Yep. So people can book directly from the app, yeah. right? But me traveling as, as a male, I don't always, I don't necessarily always want to do classes. I may want to go to a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to an open gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our app is less focused on just one particular style or just studios. It's focused on, um, so it's focused on studio classes, different types of studio classes, but then also boxes, um, and then also open style gyms. Yeah. Where you can traveling clientele like yourself and avatar right. i'm dropping in i'm not a long-term prospect i'm right. literally coming in i'm going to punch you with cash i'm going to get my workout and leave you're never going to see me again type scenario versus i live in charlotte i just moved here i want a taste test i want to get a, a sampler like at the brewery of all the different things fitness right. has to offer and then settle down which one is the target demo the target is actually both okay so we want to go after both because yeah. there's an appetite 
Sure. And then you can also throw another person in there, and that's the person that um, wants to get fit, wants to stay fit, but they only know one type of ways to stay fit. Sure. There's so many people that are unfamiliar with, um, know nothing about CrossFit. Sure, sure. Or they're intimidated by it, or they know nothing about spin, they know nothing about uh, the different types of yoga classes, they know nothing about uh, the different hit trainings um, or the group classes that do hit style training that would be a little bit more engaging and probably more helpful for them because of the accountability. Um, they're just used to the mega gyms and you have certain people um, that love their studios but they also like to go just work out with friends yeah. at, at large 100%. gyms. Open. So when I look at um, when I look at things like class pass, class pass like products in a city like Charlotte is like, uh, what did we talk about this? Is like, it's very much like Tinder. It is, I'm just casually just checking out some different gyms. The person who purchases Class Pass in Charlotte is generally transplant based and they're, they're just taste testing, like that right. beer flight example I used, or they're non committal. I don't want to dial into just one thing. I want right. to just have these options, right? So instead of paying 175 at one singular studio, I pay that here and I can now taste test a bunch of different things. Right. That person, like we see, we have a rate of how long does someone class pass before they convert here. If I can get someone to 15 classes here within a five month period, I have a high likelihood of converting them long term. Just right. like if I can be tindering and I'm dating this chick for a while and we go on enough dates, I might be able to tie her down. Like I might be able to date her formally kind of scenario. Right. And it, you know, and with that model, Charlotte's really interesting. And you know, you think about like any business solves a problem. If ClassPass does that, and then you guys also do this, and then you guys also, obviously, the drop-in market, which is just, a, it's far less, it's still there, but I mean, like, in your overall pie of what you guys will make money on them, that'll be a smaller right. portion. Right. Um, and then for the person who is just like, I just wanna do fitness, I don't know, so then there's my interface in my app, like, when you're talking about, like, I wanna help the person who doesn't know anything about fitness. Right. How do they even know, like how does, how is, so I get the, I get the, the class pass portion of what you're doing. That part is the marketing's out there, people get in. It. It's a common thing, right? right? Like, but how about like, I don't really know anything about fitness. Right. I need to know like, if I was gonna get into it, where should I go? Should I go to one of the classes at the Y? Should I go to Urban Movement or is that too advanced for me right now? Is there like a UI, UX experience there where if I don't know shit, like you said, I can now be educated? Yeah, so, what we're doing, uh, we're educating with our marketing, and then, like anything else, you're gonna have ratings and reviews. Sure. Based on your geographical location, so it's gonna be things closest to you. So, we're gonna push you in the app to test different things, see different things, see what other people say about it, and then go check it out in your own What do you guys do? This is the biggest downfall for ClassPass. Berries, Orange Theory, SoulCycle, a lot of the big names aren't gonna get on, because right. they don't need to. Right, right. there's so at a certain point, like in New York City, when you go and talk to people in New York City, ClassPass is a broke person's fucking gym membership. Right, like you are 100% judged. Like you're like you're on ClassPass, it's because you can't afford the, your you can't afford berries or fucking the fitting room or these other ones that oh, refuse to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so how does ClassPass and products like this not become? Or do you just like, yeah, I just want to be the, like, we want to own that section of the market that we just like, yeah, when you can't afford this stuff, this is who you come to. Sure. We want to be a better partner for not only um, the users of the app and directing them on yeah. where they need to go, but with the gym. So the first place we're starting and what we're doing now, um, and it's something very simple, uh, but what we, what we know our competitors don't do 
if a user cancels a class, the gym sometimes don't receive, you guys don't, won't receive anything, or some gyms don't receive anything. We charge our users 20 bucks to cancel a class. Because What's that window look like? Up until what time? So uh, we give them 12 hours, yeah. and then we use the late cancel uh, of the gym, and you guys get 15 sure. bucks of that yep. 20 bucks. So you guys, guys get a larger person sure. of that cancellation fee. Gyms look at these products as the, 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 it's the part of the top of the funnel. That's what gyms look at you guys. Right. You're the part of the top of the funnel. You create awareness, right. and then they'll come in. Now we're in consideration, and maybe they decide to boo up with me and just go with me long term. Right. Right. So. Things. So we want to encourage people to continue to try different yep. things, and then when you leave your home gym, because like you, you're a local gym. Yeah. When your members leave, you want them to have a, a solid place to go work out sure. to stay fit. So when they come back, I mean, maybe they had a little bit of fun, or maybe they were working. And yeah. Couldn't stay into it as they were as or as they do when they're local. Yeah. But they're still or you want them to go and have a completely dog shit experience, so they fucking love you so much more when they come back. <laughs> exactly. They come back and like, man, I went to New York, I went to this gym, and right. it was horrible. Right. Yeah. Or and again, the, the studios that want to get on are like CrossFit South End. So my, the business I had before we rebranded, and I, right. I put to this, that was eight years. ClassPass ran at us for four years trying to get us on ClassPass. I said right. no every time. At first, it was because the price per class wasn't high enough, and then they went up to the price that I wanted per class, and I still said absolutely not. Right. I didn't need it. We had such a volume of clientele over there. Now, rebranding and opening this thing brand new, less right. than three years in, we utilize ClassPass now for brand awareness, right? right? We're getting the name out there, getting people to at least come in, even if there's not a transaction of a membership, right. to be like, oh, I went there, and they will at least say I had a good experience, or it wasn't for me because of this, or it might be for me because of this in the future. Right. When gyms, so the thing with the micro, everything's very uh, nomadic, especially here in South End. It, like you go out to the burbs, it becomes less nomadic. Like it's almost right. two different marketing gay planes. You know, is. here is like the microbreweries. Where do you? What's the flavor of fitness for you today? Right. You know, one day it might be this, one day it might be that. Right. What do you guys do, and how does something like this sustain? As um, someone ages it, like as people go to want to have just that home gym. Like again, eventually you get off Tinder, right? right? Is it the hope is that we are able to keep them on the the subscription for Gym Monkey for a, a fee and they're able to use it maybe in less? Because if I get my home gym here, I'm maybe looking to go hit a class maybe once a week, maybe four times a month, somewhere right. else different. Is right. there like a lower end subscription where I can still justify my, my $190 a month urban movement subscription and then I've got this smaller nominal subscription? Right, so we have three different ways to buy coins. So we sell coins. Yeah. Um, so say when you're on the come up, I'm curious on this from a tech startup standpoint, when you're on a come up and you have a giant like class pass and you're, you know, you got a David and Goliath situation right. coming on. What is your pitch when you're talking to a gym owner? What is it like, obviously besides the nuanced things there, I mean, um, do you guys charge gym owners onboarding fees or essentially like, hey, there are people, like how many people are on the app in Charlotte? On the people in the app in Charlotte, we have about 200. Users. Okay, so you got 200 users. So I got these 200 people, and what is their current? Uh, how many studios, gyms they have access to in Charlotte? Right now, they have in Charlotte. There are 12, 12 gyms in Charlotte. Got it. Cool. And then out of the 12, you guys obviously can see which gyms get the highest attendance. Right. What kind of gyms are they? are they? Open gym, fitness connection models, or are they boutique class models? So it's a combination of the two. So, um, like which one has, like currently right now, which out of the 200 people, which one do those 200 people seem to enjoy going to the most? So right now we have, um, actually, it's funny, your, your gym right yeah. now, Spin, yeah. is a class that's 
a lot of people have enjoyed going yeah, yeah. to uh, Y2 Yoga yep. and then Fitness Factory right there in yep. Noda. So yeah. we're integrated with the, the right two mega players. So our diversity of user is going to be very different sure. than our Whereas class passes for solely you just have boutique nomadic right. fitness goers, you will also have this pool of people who are at the traditional gym and maybe thinking, I'm tired of putting my AirPods and coming in here and faking it. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, exactly. right? Like, you know, cause that, that is a huge draw. I'd say 45 to 60% of the people that come through here are a transfer from a Globo gym who they were not utilizing the membership. They got bored, they're looking for the instruction. And uh, it's obviously more motivating to do burpees when someone next to you is doing a burpee. You always, you always want to be chasing somebody. I think that in right. business, like no, there's no such thing as an original idea. You're always chasing somebody. So right. with you guys chasing a behemoth like a class pass, and you see ClassPass now going the digital route, right? Trying right. to create the at-home experience kind of thing. What are your guys' thoughts there? All right, so I'm a fitness guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a I'm an ex-athlete. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. is my, my um, co-founder. Um, we're both ex-athletes. Yep. Both big into fitness. Personally, I don't believe in yeah. um, digital classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I, it's believe, not real. It's yeah, not. Yeah, believe in it from the utility of is it gonna work right. versus believing it from the business model of it's appealing to people, right? Like I, you know, I would rather people drink a bottle of water than drink a can of soda, right? I might right. believe in this as a purist through and through versus the can of soda, right. but from a business perspective, I would totally invest in Coca-Cola a hundred years ago. Yeah. You know, like, because I'm like, oh, people are gonna drink that kind of thing. So from a business right. perspective, you know, I just tell people, I'm like, uh, be passionate about what it is you do, right. but don't let your fucking romance of something ever block you. Because if you, like, that, like, every gym, like, I believe uh, for these micro gyms, one-on-one -on -one training is a revenue stream every one of them needs. Like, right. for example, you talk about, like, the intimidate your sister, like, even if she had access, this can be an intimidating thing for somebody to do, right? right? So, like, we start, when we have a new client come in, we start everybody off with one-on-one -on -one training because we don't assume anybody knows how to pick up a barbell. We don't right. assume any of that stuff. And it's also, I tell for the guys who are like physically fit like yourself, like the best one is go to a yoga studio the very first time you ever go and tell me you didn't have a little anxiety because you didn't know what warrior three was. Right. And like you go to hit a position, you're fucking strong, but you're falling over because you don't have that balance and all the girls know how to flow into the movements right. and you're feeling a little awkward and you feel just a little bit of that anxiety and a little bit of an embarrassment. Right. Now times that times a million, how individuals maybe like your sister or other people feel going into a class like I've never swung a kettleball before. Like right. what is that thing? It's um, so I like that's always been for me my first pitch for even yoga studios, spin studios. Like if Gina like would up, there are women who will never go to Gina's studio because they're nervous to right. do it. They don't know how. But for an extra twenty bucks, you come a half hour early and I'll teach you how to clip in all this stuff and I'll show you the different movements and I'll take the intimidation out. So right. I'll, you know, shelf that. That's something I think every micro gym needs. The second one I think everybody needs is some kind of a digital presence, especially this market. My wife, she owned that, but she sold Gina, right? Yeah. She owns a salon. She had her daughter. My wife stayed at home and worked out based off YouTube videos right. for fucking months. We have clients here that pay the $190 a month and they see one of our trainers twice a week. Right. But if they're, they can't go, they have an app that they go and do that from. And honestly, they're like, you know what? I love coming here, but I'm not gonna lie on Saturdays or on Tuesdays after work. It's way easier for me to grab that kettlebell I bought and just bust out a workout at home, you know, kind of thing. And there's a place for it. And yeah. I'm not saying that there isn't, right? Because you have all the videos that people, sure. uh, the, the Billy Blanks. Sure, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there is an avenue for it. And with today's technology and with 
you having yeah, all of that yeah, yeah. access right here at your phone, it's just so much easier. Yeah. I even see people in certain gyms because they don't know what they're doing. They're watching videos or yeah, what to do. 100%. They're the yeah. They're, so yeah. there's definitely a place yeah. for it. Um, but just being a fit guy, I don't like the idea of not challenging yourself to leave your environment, sure. to go somewhere else. Because it's so easy to say, ah, I won't do that. Yeah. But it's very tough just to drive over here and actually get it done then leave it. I, yeah. I know it's not always. Oh, no. Uh, trust me. I'm all for it. I don't think brick and mortar gyms are in trouble. I don't think yeah. nightclubs are in trouble or bars or brick and mortar. However, though, you know, I do believe. Uh, I believe restaurants will downsize because Postmates will climb and Uber Eats will climb and DoorDash will climb. I think movie theaters are fucking done because everything's gonna stream. And I think fitness, like, and I think it's at the point of cancellation. So let's say you, you've you been a member of mine, you're like, I'm gonna cancel. I'm like, well, what, what dude, why are you canceling? I'm studying for the bar. I'm just gonna be too fucking busy. I'm gonna be too broke. I can't afford this anymore. I'm like, yeah. well, what are you gonna do for fitness? I don't know, man. I, I got an apartment complex gym. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do some of the stuff you guys right. taught me. And I'll do it there. Like, well, you like these workouts, right? Like, yeah. Right. Well, for fourteen ninety nine, we have movement anywhere, right. right? I think every gym is going to need to have some, and it's generally at the point of sale right. for cancellation to keep someone on the tit for a fourteen ninety five a month EFT or something which to that makes, effect. Yeah. Which, which, which that definitely makes yeah, sense, yeah. and that's and I and I agree with you. That's yeah. definitely an avenue, and definitely. Uh, um, have you seen Tonal? And the mirror? I have. The mirror, yeah, the mirror. yeah, yeah. And, and it's pretty cool, yeah. right? Um, but let me ask you this. Do you not just find it very ironic that social media is actually make, taking us away from the things that allow yeah. us to interact with I, well, like I, Everyone looks at, all I look at social media is, it's a way to make money. That is yeah. all, the only thing I've ever looked at social media for. Yeah. It's not to connect with more people as a business owner. It is literally to take a message and put it out there. And when I say like, it, it's literally to create influence. And if you monetize the influence, or you just like, hey, I had a shitty day today, I'm gonna share with everybody. Maybe someone else who had a shitty day will fist bump, cool. Like, I'm gonna share a picture of my daughter, or whatever it is. But by and large, I think social media is gonna boil down to what it is. It is radio, television, and billboards. It's just there to, to exhibit right. influence and make money at the end of the day. Right. I'm all for, like, things like this are, like, again, in, in the biggest pitch, you know, the way I always sign off on this stuff is 100% low risk for us, right. as long as the dollar amount per class we get is equaling what we are getting as, as somebody was coming in. That, that's just where, is it, that's the only fine line. Beyond that, um, any gym that's looking to increase brand awareness, I think it's a smart play, as long as everyone get there. And then you're gonna have people who are gonna negotiate and they will take lower rates, because they're brand new, like, I guarantee you who you could crush it with. I think it's great, I think uh, the more you can play up the 704 shop vibe, yeah. those guys just fucking, a screen printing shop that has a fucking retail spot on Camden Road at 40 bucks a square foot rent, like it's insane what that company does, like 704 Shop, the yeah. t-shirt company, yeah, yeah. all they did is they just made it super cool to rep Charlotte and in a t-shirt form. Right. That's what a gym, like I'm not local, right? Like my wife, like if she would have kept this, I told her like you just have to local the fuck out of it. Because right. especially millennial Charlotte, people like, even if people who aren't from here, will rep some local Charlotte shit. You know, I think with Eddie Jim, like however you guys build in, your origin story and the relationship locally here, the fact that you're not a conglomerate across the country, I think is right. a great way to like, to, to build that thing in. Um, and talk to Isaac, every month we do a sweat social 
Okay. We do a sweat social, and we'll normally find a vendor or two of opposite genres that come in, kind of thing, and you know, set up and just talk to members when they get done. And normally, it might be like a juice company, or it might be a Project Lean Nation that does shakes, or it could right. be a gym. Like just talking to people, and more than welcome to come on in and do something yeah. like that too. We'd love to do it, man. Yeah. Awesome conversation with you, man. I love to make sure that we can yeah. stay in contact. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Because as we build this thing out, um, we always want to be, like I said, extending to guys like yeah. you, um, Joel, for knowledge and just your 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 vision for the fitness industry, yeah. right? And just you know what a gym needs and wants. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a huge consolidation, especially in Charlotte. You know, there will be a little mini, just a tiny recession. I don't think it's going to hit Charlotte all that hard. The banking cities always get out of the, they always get bailed out first, but like, they'll be fine. Um, there's going to be a lot of the CrossFit gyms, the smaller ones that open up in a warehouse that only have it figured out they're going to drop off. Some of these smaller ones, like, functional, there'll be a lot of these little smaller studios that will drop off at some point, especially with South End rents peaking. Like, it's so, like, the, I can't even fathom renting like the reason right. we bought this and went into a crazy amount of debt was because i can't eat like I, you get priced out you have to leave south end at some point because right. you can't afford the rent there because you're right. not going to sell 36 percent more fucking fitness it's just not going to work no. um but yeah no i but i do though and i think also companies like you even down the line and i know where you are right now with the tech thing but down the line an urban movement or uh or whatever is like man i need to create a digital presence there's a company that already has a team of developers that already has fucking client data out the ass. Right. Already understands users' experiences on UI exactly. and UX and all that. Right. And then I think I see companies like a class pad, like, like MindBody, it took them 12 years to create custom apps. Yeah. Like for you, and we have one right there. And it's still, it's a dog shit app. Right. It really is a dog shit template app. It works. <laughs> we pay 400 some dollars a month or whatever, but it is a dog shit app. Right. We could go to a developer and do it. It's going to cost me $350,000 to create like to create like exactly what I would want right. and iterate in. So you just go with it because it's easy. Well, but someone who's yeah. yeah, but some yeah, but yeah. somebody like uh, yeah, but yeah. somebody like uh, someone who's fucking with Jim Monkey already, and you had a second extension like as a Jim Monkey partner, we go ahead and you want a custom app. Like I think that is where there's a lot of avenue as you build out your team and you have a head of product dev and you have a yeah. head of UX and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we want you to commit to something. Yeah, I, I see. I don't understand why ClassPass doesn't have an advertising arm. Why can't I pay money? To, for you to push more people to my gym via the app. Why can't I pay money? And then you just, and again, I'm assuming there's someone way smarter than me at ClassPass HQ that's already thought of this and you know, that kind of thing. But like, when you have all the attention there, it always turns into an advertising platform, you know, in a good way. It's gotta be a good way, you know, whether it's be soft suggestions or whatever it needs right. to be, you know, it doesn't have to be ad pop-ups.